1: Over in Wisconsin, the uh, state assembly, I believe it was, voted to withdraw their electors. We have a story from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. They say it's just plain unconstitutional. Wisconsin GOP leaders again reject resolution to pull back 2020 electoral votes. They say assembly leaders for the second time have rejected a proposal from a Republican lawmaker to pull back Wisconsin's electoral votes cast in the 2020 election, which is illegal. So what's going around on a lot of these Trump forums is that I think there were like ten Republicans who voted to do it, but ultimately it keeps getting rejected. Now this is based upon a lot of what was going on in, in you know, obviously with the 2020 election being under dispute. But uh, uh, you know, Tom, you're with Judicial Watch. You guys right. know a lot about these court cases. Do you know do you, are, do you know things uh, anything specifically about Wisconsin which could lead to this controversy, or just the election in general? Well, we can talk about well, it.
2: Well, look, generally speaking, this is this is my view on the election. Trump won the, on Election Day, and the results of that election victory, so to speak, was changed as a result of unprecedented and arguably unlawful voting that took place or counting that took place after Election Day. And some of the votes that were counted were uh, counted as a result of changes in Wisconsin that were controversial and arguably unconstitutional. So that's that, in my view, is a dispute about Wisconsin and some of these other states, and I think what they're doing here, and, and I don't think it's inappropriate, you know, in, I'm not a lawyer, but, you know, sometimes in, in, in court it's like, well, what, what can you do? You were wrong, but what is it you want me to do? And the court can say, well, I can say you were wronged and issue a declaratory judgment that what happened was wrong. And it may have no effect beyond giving you this piece of paper that says you're right and because practically speaking Joe Biden is president of the United States he was appointed lawfully the, you know there were oppor- you know there were opportunities to change that outcome and the process resulted in him being appointed president of the United States so now people are saying well that was wrong and these are ways of people saying hey yeah we were right i think the simplest way for anybody to actually challenge
1: in these states we have the constitution prescribes one election day correct that's right
2: and it was before and after
1: so this whole fucking election was just weird as shit well well
2: you know the federal on the presidential side federal law prescribes that you have to choose the electors you have to figure out who won on election day i don't know the exact language and of course you know i raise that and people go crazy because it's like well yeah that's what it says but we can't do it that way well it's like well that's what the law requires yeah and so we've had this process that you know i say the left ruined the election they really did and they don't like elections, and virtually all their changes are designed to uh, end campaigns and elections generally. I mean, they want to change elections from a day to weeks to months, and that's not an election. That's a rolling survey.
1: Mm. So I don't, I don't like the fraud narrative. I'm not a big fan. Um, you know, we had the audit in Arizona, and I, I, when when the audit comes out, I'm like, we're going to look into the story when it when it drops, and we'll we'll definitely cover whatever is relevant news. And now the firm is closed. And nothing's come out. Data, for the most part, on whatever was supposed to come out, nothing happens. I talked to Steve Bannon. I talked to Matt Brainerd. And it's always like, just wait and see. And I'm like, I don't like the fraud narrative. But I'll tell you this. On a constitutional narrative, on a procedural narrative, on a court narrative, I have serious questions about what happened in 2020.
2: Yeah, I don't think you need to prove fraud. I think you need to prove that the process was such that fraud almost likely occurred or you can't have confidence in the results. If you go into a bank... And they are blacking out all the cameras and they don't keep records and there's no rules. Well, you know, an auditor presumes something
1: went on. But I don't even think that's that's relevant. It's simple. The Constitution says there is one day for the election. We had early voting. We had universal mail-in voting. We had rules being changed across the board. And then we had late counting. We're like, oh, we didn't count these on election day. We waited until tomorrow. It's like, well, that's not in the fucking
2: Constitution. It's an abomination. It's an abomination for clean and fair elections. And. You know, and so when California says we have, you know, it's easier to vote by mail in California than in Delaware. I'm like, well, why is that? A, why is that a positive?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: I mean,
2: yeah. we should be ending mail in balloting. The left hates it when I say it. It it It's incompatible with secure elections. It's incompatible. It's incompatible with the Constitution. I, I would agree because there's it, an election it, it, day. Well, that, that's a federal law. Um, and election day, you know, it depends on how it's interpreted. So the well, courts have interpreted it oddly. I, but, but, I know. Yeah, I agree. I agree, just, I, I agree with, on the federal, yeah. on the presidential side, you can't be counting ballots after election day.
1: Mm. But I, I think you know when that's, it comes to, it'll be interesting to see. You know, at Wisconsin, obviously, they keep trying to do this. I think the fraud narrative is Trump being Trump. You know, it's the easiest way to say he won and, I, and, and it's, it's the least complicated way, and I just don't think it's true. I think to, th- they didn't need to do any of these things that have been claimed when they did voter in the park. That was overt. There was no secret fraud. They, when, they, when they're caught by P- Project Veritas ballot harvesting, you know, the, old, the, the woman going to right, the old ladies. Right. And th- that's overt. They're doing it in public. When they changed the rules, the Republicans in Pennsylvania changed the rules a year in advance before COVID for universal mail-in voting. I'm like, the rules were just all changed to heavily mm-hmm. favored Democrats.
2: But if they were changed in a way that was violative of the law, then it was fraud. It was election fraud. Whatever the word is you want to use. Not voter It was, fraud was not election. a valid, it was not a yeah. lawful election result. And my view is Biden's installation as president didn't reflect the lawful election results.
1: Well, on, on the day of the election when it was.
2: But Trump won on the day of the election right. and the result was changed as a result, in my view, of improper counting and unprecedented counting after election. It's never happened before in American history like yeah. that.
1: Do you think that the, those votes were fraudulent, though? Like the, you, the, the, I don't,
2: I don't think we, I, I don't think, I don't, I think the mistake, uh, that Trump supporters have made is they feel the need to prove it. They don't need to. Right. They don't need to. They I were unlawful know. votes. Yeah, right. well, unlawfully that's the, counted. This is why
1: I, I think the narrative on fraud is wrong. I think it's both uh, um strategically wrong, I think it's factually wrong. I think if you look at the Time magazine article, the shadow campaign to, to save the election, they just admit what they did. They you know, when these lawsuits came, this is the crazy thing too, the left will deny this, the liberals will deny this. The the courts never actually heard any of the merits. Save for that one lower court Pennsylvania judge who said, I think on the merits you'll win this case with the it was um, um who's who's whose whose lawsuit was that? It was Sean Parnell and the other guy.
2: In Pennsylvania. Yeah, in
1: Pennsylvania. And then the, the higher court in, in Pennsylvania was like, we're not going to rule on the merits. You're too late. You have no standing."
2: Right. If, if you, if you sue before the election, the court said it was too soon. And if you sued after the election, it's too late. The courts failed the American people in that regard. And, you know, the funny thing is the left was doing everything they accused the right of doing. Because I, re- I read in the New York Times, and I'm presuming that was an accurate report, that they were wargaming. John Podesta yeah. and the gang were wargaming Putting forward alternative uh, slates of electors if Trump won, and they were going to threaten secession from cert- by certain states yep. unless those electors were counted. That's hilarious. So they're planning secession and the potential for civil war if Trump won – and they knew, and as a Time Magazine article points out, they didn't need to do that because they had the uh, rubric of victory for so there, Biden.
1: So there's a real risk moving forward with the elections based on just, you know, practical policy and procedure. But uh, we'll, we'll get into the stuff you're doing. But the first thing I'll ask you, because you mentioned it, is where do you think we are in terms of a potential civil war in this country?
2: Mm. Well, the left, is, the left uh, is not opposed to secession and civil war. I mean, right? I, I don't think the right is. I mean, the, look, the right isn't organized in a way to destroy the country. The left is. You know, we had a fight in Hawaii a few years ago. The states, the Supreme Court of the United States came in, huh. and we challenged an election in Hawaii. They wanted a race-based election in Hawaii, part of a secessionist movement in Hawaii. You can imagine where the, all that's coming from. Hmm. And they, and it was like this is wildly yeah. illegal. And so we went to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court stopped the election from happening. And I talked about the secession movement that they were planning in case Trump won. So there's this revolutionary movement. That, you know, call it secessionist what you will. The left has no compunction about overturning our republic.
1: I agree. I think I think that's what they want. I think a lot of these uh, uh, far-left activists want the system to be de- destroyed completely they, so they can create their new utopia or whatever. They that wanna, would that would look very much like the Chaz, and they, they would kill some kids.
3: They yeah. want to radically change it. I think the intention is not destruction necessarily for the, for the foot soldiers, um, but radically, radical alter, radical alteration, and from an outside perspective, we can kind of, it seems like the, the group of us at least seem to kind of think that probably will destroy it if you do that too far, too fast. It's gonna be an implosion and an unwinding, like if you got rid of the Republic, and it's just directed, it'd be fucking chaos, like you said on the right, show right, earlier. Right, right, right. But I don't think their intention is destruction. I think it's just to change it fast. No, on the
4: left. Yeah, I I, I think
3: the from now Klaus Schwab wants the American system gone so he can run the world. But they burn down cities. Yeah, they're they're destroying to get their message. I don't think they're not trying to destroy America. They're destroying buildings to get their change in this political structure. They want to burn it down so from the ashes of the old they can build anew. Exactly. And honestly,
4: I don't even know if they're interested in building anew. I think building anew is just a pretext to destroy everything. These aren't balanced people. It's a problem.
3: Yeah, they I said – um, I think Teddy Roosevelt said if, if complaining without offering a solution is called whining. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a good one. True. Yeah, that's what they do, but they whine in the form of
1: throwing molotovs at buildings exactly and shooting people and you know, so burning shit down. What do you think well, about
3: but, this Dominion? So we're talking about fraud. We're talking about vo- voter fraud or voter mis- mis- misrepresentation or something. But when Dominion is counting votes in in secret, a proprietary software – uh, and then telling us what our own results are, and we are unable to verify, it sounds like it violates your, your code of ethic that was like, if we don't know how the vote's being tallied, then we can't, it's not secure. Whether we can, if we can't verify if it's secure or insecure, it may as well be insecure.
2: It doesn't, you know, it's not like I have to know anything specific about Dominion. The question is, are we allowed to ask questions about how mm. election systems are run? Yes. Not, are we allowed to ask a question yeah. about a computer system that probably is, is, eminently hackable and is it secure enough to run an election yeah. and are we allowed to ask question about like a generate a computer system or a program that was used in venezuela it's pretty widely understood that the system was easily manipulated by chavez in venezuela and then say well do we have a similar system that's easily manipulated here in the united states and should we like that and now we have dominion suing the hack of people who objected to dominion and raise questions about dominion and they're kind of pushing this agenda. You're not allowed to talk about the elections, which is partisan. So my view is Dominion should have no business in elections because they've proven themselves to be one on one side of a major public policy divide about election security.
1: We that is a great point, actually. Um, I think even beyond that, we shouldn't have proprietary private election systems. Mm-hmm. It should be open source code. If we're going to have so there was a story i mentioned this uh, uh, every time Ian brings up the code stuff there was this famous story in illinois a guy gets a speeding ticket cop pulls him over says i clocked you going you know 10 over or whatever so the guy when he goes to court to fight the ticket he said your honor i need the source code of the radar gun because for all for all we know and for all you know and for all the jury know or the court knows it's a random number generator and the judge said you're right ...ordered the company to produce the source code for the for the radar gun to prove it was actually tracking the speed it claimed it was tracking. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So I think if, if we're going to deal with elections, Dominion's code should be publicly available so that anyone can read it and know how it's operating.
2: You know, companies that have a significant financial interest in securing data have trouble and difficulty doing it. And let's not pretend that these government contractors that are dealing with... Uh, really, the bottom of the b- barrel in terms of um, administration. Generally, state elections are terribly administered. It's just—it's just a. Uh, it, the, the, there's a good reason people don't have confidence in the way things are being
4: run. Oh yeah, in many of them. I mean, look. It's the fact that we're not allowed to discuss it. If you want to make people feel very suspicious about election, and this isn't me asserting one way or another whether there was fraud, but to make people suspicious about an election, what you do is you stop the counting in the middle of the night. (laughs) Then the results change when you start counting again. Then you tell people they're not allowed to point out that there's something fishy about that. You start deleting people's accounts from the Internet so that they can't talk about it. Then... You start saying that the following election might have problems, so we need to make sure it's extra secure, because that's what Biden is saying right yeah, now. Joe, it's like, Joe. you're telling me we just had the most secure election in all of American history where you got 80 million votes, and this next at election. the same time, this next election is at risk of being compromised. It's like, well, why aren't we using the same system we used last time? Yes,
1: and that's what Donald Trump said. He said, wow, so Joe Biden thinks that the past election may have been fraudulent. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and so I'll, I'll say this. I think... Uh, uh The way the laws had been set up in advance, the shadow campaign, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. the rules were changed. It greatly benefited Democrats. I think Democrats used the new rules to win. I think Trump lost both from a practical culture war standpoint. He is not the president. Yep. Joe Biden is. And every stupid line from all of those people saying March 3rd will be the day he's actually put in. And April 7th. I know, dude. So many different no. dates were used.
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? in the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes.
3: Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?
4: I never win and tell.
3: Well, there you have it. You could get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Trump, Trump lost. He didn't get the votes. I think Biden, I, I legitimately believe Biden got 80 plus million votes. I really, really do. I told this to Steve Bannon. You've got some of the stupidest people in the world sports are taken away entertainment is taken away Mm -hmm. they're locked down in a pandemic for a year they don't know what's going on or why and cnn just cranks the volume to 11 screaming trump's fault and i i people in my life and this is why i say it's anecdotal but i told this to bannon people i know who have no business in politics who are dumb as a sack of rocks were filming themselves dropping off their biden votes and i'm like So why is, why was it that, you know, Biden wins, but down ballot Democrats weren't winning because stupid people who don't know better were voting for Biden and not knowing anything else.
4: Yeah. I think I mean that's a distinct possibility, and that's why even though 80 million votes seems very strange, I definitely understand where you're coming from because this was an election where people really felt that their livelihood was directly at stake. The, so the, the alternative it's more understandable than any other year. But there, it's just like but look, Joe look, Biden look. 80 million. It's bizarre. No, come on. It's, the, at the, the least,
1: it's bizarre. The alternative is that what six? How many votes did Hillary get? 64 nope. million. Well, are we going to say that 16 million fraudulent votes had been created? No, that's the, not what I'm the, saying, the, the, I, and I'm not even. And, uh, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying. Um, The Democrats changed the rules. Mm -hmm. Republicans also helped them change the rules. Yeah, exactly. The courts refused to review any of it. The, you know, the whole system was, was fucking weird. Yeah. But I genuinely think people voted for Biden. I just think that it's, it's, if, if we had election, the election on election day as the constitution prescribes, Trump would have won. Yeah. Well, I think the
2: rules in the states that decided the election were changed in a way that made the results in favor of Biden suspect. Yeah. So, like I said, if a bank operates in a way where they're they don't want anyone to see how they're counting the money, there are no checks in place. They don't write anything down. Sounds like the Federal Reserve. You just presume. Well, that's, that's we can't rely yeah. on those numbers. Well, and I just so to... I think that's the presumption in these states. And, and you know it may be a semantic difference between fraud versus well a system that invited fraud and needs to be rejected out of hand. And that's my view about what the state should have done. Was that look we screwed up this system. Either we're going to run a new election in the state or have an alternative slate.
4: Yeah. My point also with pointing out the number of votes, votes is not to point to a smoking gun. And I even said explicitly not to come down on one side or the other here. But my point was that if you want people to think an election is fraudulent – all of these things happen, and then you tell them you don't get to talk about this. I think that's the big reason why people have been very suspicious. As soon as you tell someone they can't talk about something, they're right. going to start to think it's because you're trying to hide the truth. Like, like
2: I criticize mail-in balloting. We've yeah. always been criticizing it. The Supreme Court has highlighted how it's the way of voting that's most susceptible to fraud. Yeah. And, it's, and the left always agreed with that until mm-hmm. – because Republicans used to vote by mail because it was elderly. Yeah. And then they decided it was useful. Yeah. And then the California Secretary of State, we, we, we sued L.A. to clean up their rolls, federal lawsuit. They settled with us, 1.6 million names. So I'm talking about wow. all that. They call well, this YouTube and they say take the video down and they did. Oh, oh fuck that. hold on, hold
1: on. They, they actually called YouTube?
2: Yeah, we have the email showing they, they Well let's start from the beginning. So 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 you you guys are doing work to try and We are election integrity experts. We have lawyers who are former civil civil rights attorneys, worked in the civil division of Justice Department on voting rights. I've been doing this stuff for twenty-three years. I know what we're talking about. We are experts in election law and election processes. So when we say vote-by-mail is not as secure as it should be. Mailing 100 million ballots and ballot applications out is a recipe for disaster. I shouldn't be deleted. And in fact, when I start talking about a settlement that requires L.A. County to remove up to 1.6 million names from rolls, names, lists that they haven't cleaned up in 20 years, and then that same group, call goes into youtube and says you should take fitness video down and judicial watches video down and they do wow that's why i talk about the fraud they're lying they're not doing it based on some algorithm that's neutral it's political they're lying so let's let's explain to people why removing names from voter rolls is important because dirty voting rolls are a pool from which dirty votes can be obtained and the courts have found, again, you don't need to prove fraud. But if you've got a system in place that that kind of breaks confidence in, this, in voting, there's a state interest in ensuring confidence in elections. And that's why federal law requires that states take reasonable steps to clean up the rolls. So we've got lawsuits in Pennsylvania, North Carolina, and Colorado. And we just, fe- we just looked at the data, and they have removed in New York City, I think, 10 names from the rolls over the last 10, four years. Hundreds of thousands of names should have been removed.
1: So I think a, a, a one way to uh, make an analogy would be like you leave your door wide open at night. You're living in the city. And every day when you wake up, the food you brought from the grocery store is gone. Hmm. So it's not that you're going to prove someone came in and stole it. Someone could just say to you, well, your food's gone. Mm-hmm. The door is open. Maybe it's possible. So how about we just close the door and lock it? Mm-hmm. And the person who the, the democrat roommate goes my roommate probably just ate all the food. And you're like, "Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe your roommate
2: just ate all the food. We should lock the door." Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Exactly.
3: <laughs> Can you exactly. explain to me what voter rolls? I'm a, I'm a noob here. So
2: when you re- when you go to vote, in many places you have to be already on the registration rolls. So when you go up and say which, you know, in theory they're supposed you know, if there's voter ID say so what's your name? I'm, you know, I'm Tom Fitton. And they say, okay, you're on the roll here, and what it's designed to do is to make sure that citizens are that eligible people are voting, that you live in the area, you're voting in the right precinct, because depending on where you live, you get a different ballot because you're voting for a different group of people locally or at the federal level, and so the states. Uh, what happened was in the '80s, uh, '90s, really, under Bill Clinton, they had the Motor Voter Law. It was very controversial because it required government offices to register people to vote so the danger of that is well everybody and their mother gets registered three times yeah so the concurrent law was they got to take reasonable steps to clean up the rolls and the left didn't want to do that and so judicial watch came in and filed the first private lawsuits the force that to happen and they went they went crazy but we won the supreme court upheld our theory upheld our settlements california settled and uh, now we're going to be pushing harder uh, because I, however much I don't like it, voting by mail is going to be around for a bit. And the least we can do is making sure that, the, that it's not going to people who have moved away. Okay. So that's what yeah. was happening.
3: These 1.6 million people had
2: either left the country or died yeah, or something. They're, they're, in that, they're and, gone. In New York, you said they have re- only removed eight names. Yeah. Ten names. Ten names. Now, you know, it doesn't mean they don't remove other names. But there should be tens of thousands of names they're removing. It's pretty easy to remove dead people, believe it or not. Yeah. It's people who move away. I mean, think of everyone who left New York in the last mm. four years. Half a million. They're, they're, their names are still on the rolls. Yep. And and so what happens is they in, mail the ballots, and the person who lives there in, in oh wow in a, uh, I think Could it fill was, it out and send it back. I think check. it
1: was 2018. Whoa. I think it may have been 2018. It may have been. I think it was 2018. No, I think it was 2020. Might might have been the primaries. Uh, I got mail-in ballots sent to my house when I was in the New, South New Jersey area that were to people who didn't live there anymore. Yeah, and I was and and I I didn't know what to do with them. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? What do I do with someone else's election mail? I can't open it. It's not mine. I can't destroy it. It's not mine.
2: So what do I do? You can do return to sender, and if you're really activist, you can call up the election board and said I got two misnamed, you know, mismailed materials yeah. here, but. That's an example of why we need to clean up the list. And they don't want to do it. I mean, my view is when you oppose voter ID, cleaning up the voter rolls, certifying citizenship before uh, 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 voter registration, meaning that you've got to prove you're a citizen before you register to vote. Why else would you want to do that other than you want to be able to steal an election? And that goes to the point of what happened in 2020. When you set up the rules the way they did, I mean, that, that just is, makes a mockery it's like, of the system. And it's like who a they, they, they
1: didn't fool me. It's like a, a new guy moves to your neighborhood, and he walks up, and he's wearing you know like a dark hoodie with the hood up. And he's like, uh, hey, neighbor, why don't you open all your, your windows and doors tonight? Yep, yep, and you're like, yep, yep. why should I do that? Why not? What are you afraid of? There's you have no securist evidence of robbery. house in
4: history. Yeah, there's <laughs> no evidence of a,
1: a robbery
2: in this neighborhood. So open up your windows. Enjoy the air. I mean, and the other big thing they want to do is this ballot harvesting. Yeah where that guy says you want i'll take your ballot i'll take well, your they ballot did, that, that vote oh you don't need, I'll, I'll take it i'll t- you have any other ballots you want to give me mm-hmm. i'll bring it to the voting place for well you.
1: veritas caught that right. guy driving in his car remember yeah and he's like i got all these ballots i'm getting paid well and then they lied about him
2: so the voting rights bill that was just killed by uh, the, you mean the voter suppression bill, right the voter suppression uh, bill that right. would have nationalized ballot harvesting right. as a requirement oh wow yeah. uh, how's that work well, ballot harvesting typically is allowing someone you don't know to take your ballot and deliver it. That's how, how would that have so insane. It? How they, would they, have they, it? they would have required all states to do it because most states think that's completely at odds with election security.
1: Well, it's pretty split. I'm pretty sure, like half states or something like that. No, it's
2: it, California is the only one that allows it in really? the, in the aggressive way that we're talking about. I mean, there are exceptions where a spouse can bring something in for right. a, a sick spouse. But to have a a stranger knocking on doors, yeah, because a stranger collecting, collecting ballots, ballots, the collect a ballot and then go it's outside
3: insane. and like look through for all the Donald Trump ballots, That's and then go awesome. throw them in the trash can.
2: And they also Who knows yeah. they, they initially had That's tried so to dangerous. lower the voting age well, to
1: sixteen. They were trying to lower the vote age, voting
4: age yeah. to sixteen. And it's I mean, I've, I've said this on the show before, but earlier in American history, the voting age was 21, and at this time, you'd been on your own since you were 16, basically. Yep. Now the voting age is 18, and most people aren't even on their own paying their own rent until they're in their early to mid-twenties. And so, we are flooding Domestication. the ballots. It's true, we're flooding the ballots, uh, the, uh, in the booths with completely uninformed voters. This is my opinion, it's very controversial, I don't expect anyone here to agree with this. Um, in my ideal world, I know there isn't necessarily precedence for this, but I would like drastically either a limit the franchise or b I would just expand it outwards to give more voting privileges to people with more life experience. So, for example, if you have children and you're taking care of them, I would give each person with a child they're taking care of an extra vote if they're actually providing I, for them.
1: I I I I got a better idea. Abolish voting. Yeah. I just get to pick who the president
0: is. Perfect. I like Problem that. Solved. No, but well, I mean that's
2: the left's approach,
1: right?
4: But that that's literally <laughs> it. But but I just. I honestly, uh, going through school, you hear all the the pro-democracy arguments, and I get it. It's, It's like the worst system that's ever been tried except for all the other ones in the words of Churchill. But I can't wrap my head around this idea that the best possible thing we can do with respect to how we should structure our government is give every single person in the country an equal say regardless of their level of investment in the system. I really think that people who have families should be
1: privileged in the voting booth we landowners I, I know that's that's well, that that's used
2: to be the old way of doing it yeah you know but, but,
1: that, but you know why that was right that we didn't have ids so how do you prove you're a member of the community you own land in that community and by the way i what i'm saying i understand this is like a pipe dream right
4: now there's no precedence for this but in my ideal world like i don't see why um i don't see why a married couple who have five or six kids and have been working their whole lives and contributing to the system, like why they should have their votes canceled out by like two art students who are The the left is in favor
2: of weighted voting. You know, what's really interesting is the attack, you know, we talk about we're winning. You know, we're we're being censored online Mm -hmm. because we're winning online, right? Yeah, Yeah, that's true. And the reason they're attacking elections is because, you know, the left would have you believe that the demographics is inevitably going to result in leftists being elected. Well, if they believe that, They'd want. They wouldn't. Mat, you know, secure elections wouldn't be objectionable to them. That's why they're attacking well, secure elections because the demographics are our country is aging, and an aging country generally is a more conservative Republican country, and they see where the role where things are going electoral wise. Hence the attack on the the election system and the Southern border. I do
4: appreciate your um, optimism. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's true as well.
2: Well, I mean, I know, I mean, I'm afraid they're going to still win, mm-hmm. you know, by breaking, breaking the system. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, and there is a certain, of uh, you know, the, the joker mentality. They like breaking stuff because they like breaking stuff. Mm-hmm. But in this case, they're breaking stuff in large measure because it's getting in the way of their success. And elections are in the way of their success. If they thought elections were going to turn out well for them, they wouldn't be arguing with us on this. Yeah. So, how do you? Uh, uh, how old is Judicial Watch? The work you guys do, you know, we're we're founded in '94, so you know, twenty, almost thirty. Have you always been there since the beginning? I've been there since '98, so a long time. Yeah, you know, I was counting ballots in 2000, and you know, this is I think my fifth presidency. Wow. So, you know, not, unfortunately, a lot of things don't change; they get a little bit worse. Man, you must have been pissed as shit in 2020.
1: Like after after going through all this work and all the work you did in the previous presidential elections, and now here you are in 2020 with all the bullshit going on.
2: Yeah, I saw what was going to happen. And what was frustrating about the Trump administration is a lot of good things could have happened, but it was thwarted by um, by his own appointees. You know, I remember talking to someone in in the White House, and uh, and I said, Fenton, you know, we're going to get you your documents, and I can't get you your documents, and we can't get the Jerusalem." We can't get the embassy moved to Jerusalem. Those are the two big issues. Well, they got the ju- embassy moved to Jerusalem, but we still didn't get the documents. I mean, Trump? that shows you how crazy things are in this town. Yeah. What, what documents? Everything. You know, we were suing for everything. We uncovered oh. the Clinton emails. Benghazi came out because of us. We uh, we basically shut Mueller down as a result of our um, educating people about what was going on and the truth yeah. about Russiagate. I mean, we're now doing Fauci and everything. And you know, it, things haven't changed in terms of this, it, it, uh, under Trump, things got less transparent because no one was watching the store because the appointees were so oblivious to the opportunities for transparency and yep. using that to hold people accountable.
1: I mean, Luke goes on and on about, or he would, about the JFK documents. He's like, there was so much that Trump promised he was going to release, he never put out. He yeah, said he was and that's, tell us about aliens, he never did that. That's either.
2: the deep state, well.
1: Yeah. Well, apparently the deep state is an anti-Semitic conspiracy theory.
4: That's true. Yes. I did a video about this. There was the, uh. I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. Neither. So, the, here's the I've thing. I've
2: been talking about it for five
4: years. <laughs> You're in trouble, buddy. I'm sorry to tell you. I'm sorry to tell you. Like, I
2: didn't know about the alt-right until Hillary told me about it. I'm thinking, I right. thought there was an alt government there. The basket
4: but, of deplorables. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. So, th- I, I did this video a little while back about, um, this conspiracy theory infographic made by this woman named Abby Richards. And she sort of has like, the level of conspiracy theory a person can get sucked into and at the very bottom is these are actual conspiracies which happened and of course you know she doesn't mention like russiagate or um, you know in the, the, in the cia or fbi nsa spying on trump none of that's in there
1: Um, in the next in the next one it's like we have questions and it says iran contra Next to, we live in a simulation. <laughs> it's like, the, the Iran-Contra scandal literally happened. They were hearings about it. Yeah. And
4: so as you go up the list, these are the, the further you go up the list, the worse the ideas get in this researcher's mind. And then at the top, you have the anti-Semitic point of no return, which is actually what it's called. And then the, there's the phrase up there like, deep state, trans agenda. And they're sandwiched in with phrases like Holocaust denial. <laughs> and hollow so, earth. And, hollow <laughs> and like,
1: flat earth if, you believe, page. if you believe, if you believe, that there are people who work in government in between and throughout multiple administrations, and they all know each other, and they work together and have, have long-term plans— you, you are Jews. on par with hate with people who hate Jews and believe the Earth is hollow.
4: Well, also it's so funny because and someone the Lord pointed of the Rings font that was funny. I was depressed. I didn't notice this when I was doing the video. Someone in the comment pointed out, like, can the comments pointed out under true conspiracies? They mentioned that the FBI spied on JFK or the CIA, and then but then they have the deep state on MLK. as a conspiracy. Theory. Oh yeah, that's or, on MLK. Um, but no, because. It's a nonsense phrase, right? Conspiracy theory doesn't really mean anything anymore. The deep. Well, state. the
2: jails are full of people put there based on conspiracy theory, also conspiracy true. Conspiracy is a crime. Yeah. This is yeah. why I just there's stayed. a seditious conspiracy charge being pursued by the exactly. justice department. That's the yeah. thing. It's a conspiracy yeah. theory. Look, uh, you know, my view is the you know I, I know the criticism of conspiracy theory is that the, the truth is almost always worse than the conspiracy theory. <laughs> It's always worse. So the
1: Earth isn't just hollow. There's a black hole. It's hollow and I mean, the Q stuff,
2: the Q stuff, (laughs) the Q stuff stuff was an inverse of the typical conspiracy theory because they thought things were going to work out well. Right. And I remember that, you know, I saw everything up front. I was like, oh, there's no plan. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Well, there's no plan. I mean, for like the
4: the first day or two when all this information was coming out and the you know they they stopped the counting and then trump and juliana were like we got information we're going to show I was like interesting let's see and then like it was like day 3 of them saying we have information we're going to yeah. show I was like they don't have anything i guess is so stuff.
1: i'll just we'll, we'll, we'll wrap up with the one i think most important uh, takeaway from all this the earth is both hollow and flat and flat at the same <laughs> time donut. it's a donut oh I'm boy into this hollow earth thing it's hollow flat donut. earth
3: <laughs> i want to investigate the caves the hollow, right? it's a donut the Ian it's just there's a hole it's a torus
1: anywhere. is it really
2: it's, it's truly a, tor- a mobius strip <laughs> <laughs> we found out he
1: was right all <laughs> mobius strip earth all right we're Tom, all living in <laughs> Escher. <laughs> this has <laughs> been uh thank it's you. been fun hanging out thanks for coming thank
2: you for having me it's, it's been great and you.
1: uh uh Seamus has stolen Luke's seat so we'll see well, how that goes yeah
4: well Luke can come back and take it if he dares oh. come on Ooh. buddy
1: come on down
2: here
4: he's not gonna watch this
3: video all
1: right everybody you don't think you don't think he's a fan I don't even know if he has a membership but you guys do so thanks for being members Thanks for making all of this possible and we will return. Once again, tomorrow we'll see y'all then. Thanks.
0: So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW proof. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.